You're listening to Catholic Sprouts, the daily podcast for Catholic kids that strives to plant seeds of faith. Hey there, Sprouts. Today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. It is also the feast day of St. Casimir. Now, St. Casimir is a really fun saint. He was actually a Polish prince. Now, at the time when he was a prince, it was a long time ago, and St. Casimir was the second son. So he was never king. He would have been king if his brother hadn't been born before him, but instead he was simply a prince. Now, imagine what the life of a prince was probably like. Fine clothes, big feasts, fancy parties, lots of power. Well, St. Casimir had the opportunity to live this life, but he chose something else. People wrote about St. Casimir that instead of living this life of power and wealth, he always preferred to be counted among the weak and the poor because he knew that Jesus loved the weak and the poor St. Casimir spent all of his money on the poor. He spent all of his power and influence on creating peace between Poland and other countries. And he loved Mary, our mother Mary in heaven. He was very close to her. In fact, he wrote a special song that he sang to her every night. And he was buried with a copy of that song. St. Casimir lived a holy life and is reflected in his body after he died. St. Casimir is known as an incorruptible saint, meaning even after his, he died, miraculously, his body did not decay. Hundreds of years after he died, his body was dug up and it was still perfectly preserved, which in case you don't know, is incredibly unusual and only happens due to a miracle. So remember St. Casimir today. Now, this week on the Catholic Sprouts podcast, we are talking about the sin of anger. We've talked about that anger can be good and just, but it can also be a sin when it divides relationships and it comes out of our pride. Yesterday, we looked at the words that Jesus spoke on the cross. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. From this, we took our first lesson on anger that we don't know what is going on in someone else's life. And there is always a reason why someone did what they did. Reason enough for us to forgive them. The next lesson that we learn from these words that Jesus spoke on the cross is that true forgiveness is without limit. True forgiveness is without limit. Again, the perfect illustration for this is Jesus Christ dying on the cross. Now, we should be forgiving those in our lives because we don't know what is going on in their lives and their minds. We might assume that they're evil and they're out to get us, but we don't know that. And that's probably not true. Jesus, on the other hand, is God. He knows everything. He knows what you are thinking right now. He knows 
the secret motivations that you have for doing things. He knows all about those secret sins that we hold on to that we don't want anyone to know about. He knows them. He knows the sneaky things we do. He knows everything. And yet Jesus is anxiously waiting for an opportunity to forgive us. All we have to do is approach him probably most often as we can in the sacrament of penance or confession. All we have to do is go be truly sorry for our sins and he will forgive us. We don't have to prove ourselves in any way. He's just ready to pour his mercy on us. That is how God forgives. And remember, we were created in the image and likeness of God. Means that we will only truly be living as we should when we live like Jesus, when we can forgive even when we are being crucified, when we can forgive even when others are guilty and we are innocent. That is the type of forgiveness that we'd agreed to give to other people when we became Christians. Remember, we are Christians. We bear the name of Jesus Christ. We carry his name. Therefore, we're telling the world that we are going to act like Jesus. It's hard and we'll fail and we'll sin and we have to go back to confession. But this is what we're called to do. We are called to forgive without limits. Even if someone is mean to us 10 times, we forgive them again we forgive them again. I know this is very hard, and especially in your family, this will be challenging. It's hard to forgive and forgive, forgive, but that's what we do. And so Sprouts, my challenge for you today is to do something that Jesus spoke about a couple of Sundays ago in the gospel reading. He challenged us to not only love those who love us, but to love our enemies as well, to love them and to pray for them. So think about the one person, I hope you don't have any clear enemies, but the one person that you are most at odds with, the person that you just don't like very much at all. I want you to pray for them today, to pray a Hail Mary specifically for them. Now, maybe you'll never be best friends with this person, But that's fine. Jesus reminds us that we need to pray for our enemies and not just our friends. We need to seek forgiveness to let go of that anger because it's hurting us more than it's hurting them. So today, be like Jesus. Forgive your enemies. That's it for Catholic Sprouts today. We'll be back tomorrow. But until then, continue to grow in your faith and truly sprout into the beautiful creation that God created you to be. Hey there, I hope you're having a blessed and holy Lent. If you're looking for some more very simple ideas, I encourage you to go to catholicsprouts.com forward slash Lent. There are a lot of simple free ideas that families can use and they're great for classrooms as well.